Welcome to Listening Well, your weekly wellness podcast inspiring you to live life to the fullest. So thank you so much for joining me as I too navigate through the chaos of life, the ups and downs, with an aim to live with more peace and freedom. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I hope that you're having a great start to your week filled with all the joys and blessings. This week, I'm going to share with you some very accessible ways where you can soothe those nerves that keep tension in the body and chaos in the mind. These methods are one that really allow the body to become tuned up like an instrument and is less focused on the more logical ways of trying to calm yourself. And of course, there are some amazing cognitive behavioral therapies that you can utilize so that you can make sense of what's happening in your own lives. But this episode will focus mainly on the more subtle ways that you can soothe the nerves and calm yourself. And these include quite a lot of visualization techniques so that you can see a little more clearly and feel more centered. It's hard to think straight when we are tense in the body. When we do feel those feelings of supercharge and we become tense and our heart rate elevates, our thinking goes all over the place, right? We want to react and want to respond right away and sometimes we're confused with how we feel when our bodies are in such a tense place. And you know, this tension steals the show in those scenarios. It's in these moments where it's good to have tools that you can use even just for about two minutes, you know, to take that time, press that pause button so you can use these techniques to find that sense of ease and calm once again, especially when your emotions have taken over. And I've recorded an episode way back a couple weeks ago on the ways that I manage my stress levels, but these were actually more external healing modalities. Stuff like going to a sound healing session or shaking your stresses away or disconnecting from social media or going for a retreat. I even think I said something like, get a little pet as one of them. So these are all quite external means to help manage your stress levels. But this episode, I'll be talking a little bit more on the gentle ways that you can soothe your nerves. These often involve visualization, gentle touch to the body, and even the use of some mantras or words of affirmation that you can whisper to yourself. These techniques are wonderful because of their accessibility. You don't need to be in any place to do it. You don't have to pay someone to sit there and do it. So it's free and you can really be anywhere, right? As long as it's 
quiet and safe to close your eyes or just a place where you can be with yourself. It's these techniques can be used for anyone. One way that I soothe my nerves is to actually visualize a place where I have received some deep reflection. It's a maybe landscape or setting that gives me great peace and an overall sense of harmony. A place where you felt your mind actually pause and there's this serenity that consumes you. For example, if you're a beach person, you might bring to mind a moment where you were just sitting on the beach watching the waves flow into the shores and then recede back out into the ocean, much like our own wave of breath constantly with us. For me, if I were to reflect right now on a place where I felt immense peace, it would be from the balcony of my room that I was staying in when I was in Colombia just a couple months ago. And it was here, I remember I was sitting down and I was overlooking the lush jungle and all I could see were these rolling hills and these little black dots that were the cows that were scattered in the valley. And I just remember thinking as I looked out that this was my own version of an HD channel. Like this was my entertainment. This was my series that I was currently watching. I just felt so at ease. So if I do get riled up somewhere, sometimes I just focus on my breath and I close my eyes and I recreate that setting. And it just reminds my body that it was at this point where I felt just an overall sense of relaxation. I'm doing it right now, and I just feel a little more calm. My heart rate feels like it's slowed down a little. Sometimes if I need to feel just like I need to wash away my stresses, I often go back to a luscious waterfall that I experienced in Bali, one that wasn't so um, popular or crowded. It was up in the northern part of Bali, so it was quite pristine and not polluted and overcrowded. And this setting brings me this like cleansing energy. Like if I want to let go of something or of an emotion that feels quite troubling and burdensome, I think of this waterfall and I just feel like just like my energy is being washed away. There is a visualization that you can use with a flower. Whether you actually get a flower and you hold that flower in front of you and you use your soft gaze to really look at each petal and the texture of each petal, like you're looking very closely at the flower. And Sometimes if you don't have a flower in front of you, you can close your eyes and imagine your favorite flower. Like for me, the rose is highly symbolic. It feels like it represents my evolving soul, emerging from a thorny stem and then hiding in that 
protective covering of the calyx, which is that green covering that holds all the petals together before the bloom. And then, you know, almost like a time lapse, that rose opens and emerges and blooms in all its splendor, sharing its fragrance and beauty with the world. That just gives me a lot of ease. When I think of the rose, it just reminds me that we are always evolving and that we always grow from some sort of thorny condition. You know, we have to go through the lows so that we can overcome the hurdles and evolve to our fullest potential. And um, it provides me with a little compassion. Like, yes, this was a thorny journey, but look where I am today. Another visualization that is so powerful, and many people often refer to this visualization as a uh, healing tool, is the lotus and how it emerges from this muddy earth into a beautiful flower, you know, so clean and just, uh, you know, nothing like the mud and earth that just sits below it. And, you know, to quote the famous Thich Han, no mud, no lotus. So just like the rose, there's an image of an unfolding, an evolving, going from the mud and the thorns to an exquisite flower that remind me of my worth and my beauty from within. I like to sit with these images and really breathe through my heart center so that as I continuously breathe and connect, I can also envision the flower emerging and blossoming. You might even imagine a little jewel in the middle of that flower. And the jewel, almost like a white diamond, It can represent your purity and the exquisite shine and beauty that is your soul. I find this visualization really helpful and soothing because it just reminds me that we all have that jewel and lotus in our hearts. It's just that when we are off balance and we're feeling weird and icky one day, we sometimes uh, forget that we are this beautiful, pure flower because the mud and muck covers it. And, you know, we place so much emphasis on the mud and the negative that we find it hard to see. A wonderful way to remind ourselves of the jewel in our hearts is to actually recite the mantra, the most popular mantra in the world, Om Mani Padme Om, which is a very powerful mantra with a lot of meaning behind it. The Dalai Lama says that if you chant the mantra, you will be on the path of wisdom and intention and thus can achieve the pure body, speech, and mind of a Buddha. But it's actually translated to praise to the jewel in the lotus. So, It's quite fitting. You might even 
Sit right now quietly. Obviously, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, don't close your eyes. But if you can, just close your eyes for a few moments and just repeat a few times. Om Mani Padmi Om. Om Mani Padme Om. And just do that a few more times while visualizing this beautiful lotus in the heart, the jewel just sitting in the middle, shining brightly. Like you're sending the mantra to nourish this lotus inside. And you can open the eyes if you have them closed. So this is a fantastic way to really just feel like that sparkling, pure, compassionate, wise lotus flower that is you. It brings me so much self-love and compassion. So there are some amazing Om Mani Padme Om mantras that are on Spotify and YouTube. If I were you, I would just type it in. And if you want like a guided mantra, you can type it into YouTube or Spotify and see which song or tone resonates with you. Another way that I soothe my soul is to recite a short affirmation or phrase internally that corresponds to the anxiety or issue that I'm working on in that moment. So for example, if I feel like I'm ruminating on the future, for example, which, you know, I which creates a lot of worry and stress, like, um, you know, just anything to do with worrying about the future. I often tell myself, I am right here, right now. I am right here, right now. And this kind of brings me back to the present moment, gently. If something from work didn't go right, or, you know, I didn't get a job that I was really looking forward to, I would say something like, tomorrow's a new day. I believe in my talents. Tomorrow is a new day. I believe in my talents. So, you know, you say these affirmations gently and quietly to yourself. You can say them in your head. They don't have to be out loud. But I often pair these affirmations with a little hand on the heart so that you feel that connection there, you know? It's just having that hand on your heart is so powerful. And I love these affirmations. They're kind of fun because they meet you where you are in that moment. So, um, you know, it's not so strict and they can really be anything, right? Anything that would nurture you on that day. But of course, it first takes awareness, like with anything. You have to tell yourself, okay, I need some nurturing now. Like, you're reparenting yourself in a way. And this is especially good because if you didn't have 
very nurturing, comforting parental guidance, then this might kind of be weird and odd for you at first, you know. Um, But this is the whole point. Like, sometimes we just need to reparent ourselves and to soothe ourselves in ways that we wish our parents could have done. So you can get creative and, um, yeah, just explore these affirmations. Just tell yourself whatever it is you need to hear so that you can feel more ease and more safe. For those who respond well to tactile touch, I think I shared that the hand on the heart was really helpful. Um, I find, you know, connecting with touch or mudras, for example, is so soothing. And the most commonly used hand gesture, especially for my yogi friends out there, um, you know, for for really most religious cultures, actually, for most religious um, practices, the most commonly used hand gesture is the prayer, where both hands come together in front of the heart. And it's such a simple gesture, right? But it has a huge meaning. It's called Anjali Mudra in Sanskrit, whereby Anjali means to offer or to salutate. And mudra means to seal it. So it's also um, sometimes referred to as a gesture. So by pressing our hands gently together in front of our heart, we are honoring and celebrating this very moment, right? It's a gesture of humility, gratitude, devotion. I love this explanation given by Krishnamacharya, who was actually the teacher of Mark Whitwell, who I interviewed the other week. Go check out that conversation. That was really a wonderful, enriching conversation. And I really loved his description. He says, This gesture, the prayer position or Anjali Mudra, signifies the potential for an intention to progress to greatest spiritual awakening. When done properly, the palms are not flat against each other. Knuckles at the base of fingers are bent a little, creating space between the palms and fingers of the two hands. And this resembles a flower yet to open, symbolizing the opening of our hearts. And I love that because you could even pair this prayer mudra with that visualization of a white lotus together. And as you bring your palms together with that space in between the palms, you can imagine that delicate lotus sitting within, the jewel on the inside, and you can breathe and keep that visualization alive and just watch how it really allows the body to relax. Another beautiful way to soothe you is to place one hand on belly and one hand on your heart. And this will connect yourself to the wave-like motion of breath so that when you feel the breath meet the palms, you just feel slightly more grounded and at ease, like you're back home. 
you're down in your body, you're not flustered in your head, right? When we're contracted in our head, we just get a little neurotic and crazy and like, oh my God, what's going on? You know, even just doing that, I feel so much tension in my head. But when you bring your palms down to your body, it like tells your nervous system that, okay, here, here is where you should rest. Rest in your body, connect with your breath, and connect with your deeper, fuller breath. And by connecting to our deep breath, as I have preached numerous times on this podcast, we know that this also sends a signal to the nervous system to chill out. Another visualization that is symbolically very cleansing and very nourishing is that of a white light. It can serve as a healing tool, and it can be very restorative when used properly. So there are many ways that you can use this visualization of the white light. You can imagine this white light at the base of your spine, like right at your coccyx, which is your tailbone. And as you're breathing this white light, it's like alive and it's moving and it has energy to it. So you can imagine this white light growing at the base of your spine as each breath passes. And then as you breathe in, the white light will travel up the S-shaped curve of your spine all the way to the crown of your head, almost like it's like being released through the crown of your head. And then as you breathe out, this white light makes its journey back down the spine to the base. It's almost like you're giving yourself a energetic massage to every chakra along the spine and to all the energy centers and all the organs that surround the different parts of the spine. I love this technique, especially if finding my breath or feeling my breath feels difficult that day. And as I've mentioned before, right, every day we're different humans. You know, some days it's easier to meditate or some days we're feeling more motivated to do one thing or the other. But this visualization of the white light really brings me into the present moment. It really connects me to my body and it does feel like I'm getting that energetic massage. Sometimes I also like to visualize this white light at the base of my skull, just where the nape of the neck is. And this is where, you know, at the very bottom of the back of your brain, your med med medulla oblongata resides. This is the bottommost part. And this is where your brain and your spinal cord connect. And this part of the brain is the key conduit for nerve signals to and from your body. So it's the part of the brain that helps control your heartbeat, your breathing, your blood pressure. So <laughs> these are all signals that are responsible for telling your body to just be calm. Sometimes I visualize this white light healing the parts of my body that feel stiff and hold tension. So I thought I would uh, facilitate a short meditation on this just with you right now. Again, close your eyes if it's safe to do so. 
And let's take three deep, full, long breaths together, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. Just two more times like that. And as you resume your natural breathing, in and out through the nose, scan the body and just notice where you feel tightness. And can you feel the felt sense of what's there? Like, give it a texture. Is it sharp? Smooth? Is it pulsing? Does it feel like cement or heavy? Maybe it has a color. Just notice where in the body you feel some sort of sensation. And now at the base of your skull, just where the brain meets the spinal cord, Imagine this white light, and it's growing with each passing breath. You might even deepen the breath for the purposes of this short meditation, feeling the expansion around the ribcage and the return of the exhalation. All the while, this white light is growing and growing. And as you inhale, imagine that you're charging this white light. You're letting it grow beautiful and bright. And then as you exhale, can you send that white light to the parts of your body that need a little nurturing, that need healing? So every inhale, you're charging that white light at the base of your neck. And then as you exhale, send that light to the different parts in your body that need it most. Stay with your breath for just another minute. Using that visualization of the white light and your bodily awareness to allow for healing in the body. And I'll just be here as your compassionate witness. you can release now how did that feel for you maybe you feel slightly warmer or like you've just sent this energy of protection around the body I really really love that uh, visualization I always feel like I'm healing not just the pain in my body but also the emotional pain because 
the emotional pain resides somewhere in the body, right? It's like our body is this, um, you know, it, 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 it holds your emotions and you can use this visualization to sort of dislodge the emotions so that you can process it like an emotional detox almost. Well, that's all for me, and I hope that you found these techniques really soothing. And again, these are just tools, right? Tools that you can keep in your toolbox that you can pull out at any point in time as and when you need them. That's what healing is all about, right? It's not about the quick fixes. It's about learning these tools, practicing these techniques. Repetition is everything. Right? I think we're, we're in such a you know, quick fix culture where we take one pill and then all the pain goes away, but it only masks the symptoms, right? So if you want to really be committed to our healing journey, it takes repetition, it takes dedication, and it just takes a few tools, honestly, that you can keep in your toolbox to pull out any time. So I hope that these were tools that were all beneficial to you as they were for me. Thank you so much for listening well, and I will see you next week. Ciao and big love for me.